0: To the Everyday Saturday podcast, Sam Crowley here, in the car, of course I'm in the car, in the car 20 years recording this podcast, it's the mobile recording studio, Uh, don't worry, I'm never driving when I'm recording, you can find me in a Dunkin' Donuts parking lot, a Kroger parking lot, Uh, maybe drop off, pick off line at school, you know, that's 10, 12 minutes, you can record an episode there, anyway, anyhow, thanks so much for listening, I appreciate you subscribing to the podcast so you don't miss a future episode, leave a rating. Helps amazing people like you find the show. And, hey, why don't we dive into a brand-new episode? I was in Texas. As I mentioned, I podcasted from Austin, which is the hottest place on the planet. I know. Shout-out to everybody in Arizona. I get it. It's hotter there. So I guess it's not the hottest. 106 degrees, though, for your boy. Darn near melted. So I stayed inside. I was in Mastermind meetings. Uh, Once a quarter, I go down there with... uh, Some of the brightest marketing minds in the industry, and we just talk strategy and mindset and challenges. You know, it's funny. Everybody's got challenges. Everybody has challenges, and successful marketers are no different. You know what's funny? I know I I hear uh, hear it a lot, and I know you hear people talk, oh, I just want to make X amount of money. Well, be careful what you wish for. And one guy I remember back when I was selling advertising, I handled the yellow page advertising for a storage facility. Handled it for about a billion different types of people, but one of them was a storage facility, and uh, super successful dude. I think he owned three or four of them. By the way, back in the day, I was trying to buy a storage facility. This would have been back in like the late '90s. And I remember this guy George. He was older. He's probably in his 70s, and he owned owned a storage facility. And um, I just started asking questions. You know, I say, "Hey, uh, how many units you got here?" Well, I we got about 400. And I'm like, oh, 400 units. Yeah, pretty much all at capacity. Very little, uh, you know, very little vacancy. I'm like, oh, wow. I said, does it cost much overhead for a storage facility there, George? He's like, no, basically it's a slab of concrete with some, you know, whatever you call that, you know, the housing that goes over the storage shed there, whatever that's called. And uh, like pole, pole bill houses, pole barn type stuff that you build. I don't know. You guys are probably listening and, dude, this is what it's called. Anywho, I'm not a contractor, but... He's like, nope, no overhead. So let's see. I go, what's the average rental for a storage facility there, George? He says, ah, about 80 bucks a month there, Sammy. Like, okay. So 400 times 80. So you're bringing in 32 grand a month, huh? Yep. And this was back in the late 90s. So it's a lot more now. So that was a lot of money. So I started looking at it. I go, what would you sell it to me for? Back then, he said, a million six. My God, I should have bought that thing. I didn't have a million six, didn't have the six of a million six but now as resourceful as i am see it's not that we don't have resources we're just not resourceful had i known then what i know now i could have went and raised the money it would have taken to give him his 20 percent down and get a loan from the bank but i didn't i just didn't know didn't know what i didn't know cost me a new storage facility but i remember him you know i was saying oh my god you're a millionaire and this he goes hey sam let me tell you something Careful what you wish for. Uh, I got a lot of problems that people with money have. First of all, if you have a lot of money, people find a way to sue you. Doesn't matter if it's legit, but you're going to spend a lot of time in court and legal fees and people trying to rip you off, employees and things like that. And he went through a whole laundry list of things like, oh. Well, you just made this business sound a lot less sexier, there, George. He said, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, you know, I hear, oh, I want your business. I wish I was you. Well, if you get me, you get all of me. You get all my problems. All right, you get all my problems that come with you. you just can't have the money. You got to have all the bills, the overhead, all the headaches, and things like that. And I remember him telling me that. And boy, is he right. Um, I love the thing I love about being a solar solopreneur is that you get to pivot quick. You know what I mean? Like you don't have a board to answer to, you don't have employees to placate, you don't have, you know, anybody. You want to make a decision? No, no marketing teams needs to get in on. You just make the decision and you go. You know? And so people are like, well, I I want a big business. I want to be doing a million dollars a month, and yeah, but you're gonna have a lot of headaches with that. You got to grow into something like that. You just don't get a million dollar business. You really got to grow into that because if you can manage a business. When you start out, you're making a thousand bucks a month. All right, learn to manage that. Grow it to five to ten grand. You're gonna learn how to manage those headaches. You're gonna learn how to pivot, make direct, uh, change directions, make decisions quickly, not have to answer to anybody. And look, there is a part where you do want to consult mentors and coaches to get opinions. Am I in the right direction? What do you think about this idea? But man, when you're feeling it. It's like in your gut. You know you're doing the right thing. You're going in a different direction than you were just going. You don't got to ask anybody's permission. I think that gets lost on a lot of people when they get started with their own business, especially if if they're, you know, like a one-man band myself, one-lady band, you know, and uh, you're like, geez, it's just me. Yeah, I know, but that's, that's pretty cool that it's just you right now because you're not beholden to anybody. You don't need to ask anybody's advice. What do you think? Should I do it? You know, you just do it. And then you adjust and you keep doing that, you know, until you get up to a level. Maybe do bring on counsel. Maybe do bring on people on your team. But I think one of the most fun things to do as a solopreneur is the journey. It's the entire process of how much you get to learn. Look, this stuff, it's not capped. I mean, it is is limitless, the amount that you want to learn. And then you get to implement into your business and into your brand and into your message and all those things. I think that is one of the coolest things ever, man. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? And as I was in the, the mastermind last week down in Texas, you know, there's people doing a lot o money that were in that room and they got a lot o headaches and they are super successful people. And here's the really cool thing about like there I'm like, I listened to a couple of people because we all had to go around the room. We were in a, we a boardroom and I don't know, maybe 10, 12 of us marketers in there. And we had to list our challenges and problems we're looking to solve in the next quarter and things like that. And a few of the, the men and women that were there that were talking about the challenges they have, I'm like, holy moly, thank God I don't have those. And that's why I literally said it out loud. Everybody laughed. like, oh, man, thank God I don't have that one, you know. And because I'm not equipped to handle that challenge in this season of my life. They are. <laughs> they are. But I'm not. I've got my own set of challenges in the business and things like that. But I feel equipped to handle them. Not all alone. You know, with my team, of course, with God's wisdom pointing me in the right direction. Hopefully I stay true to his calling with this message. I always tell everybody, it's a message from God. It's not a message from Sam. It's a message from God. I'm just the messenger, you know, and I love that. How cool is that? You know, God gives a message to you. You share it with somebody else. No pressure on you because it ain't your message. Same thing with the money. No pressure on you because it ain't your money anyway, man. It's God's money, so what are you stressing out about it, you know? There's more than enough out there for you. There's abundance everywhere. But, yes, you have to take, you know, you have to do something. you got to create momentum. Here's, here's an idea I want to leave you with today, all right? Find a, find a calling, something that you really, really care about, you know? And then find a, a problem. I don't, I, don't mean, I don't even mean a big, big problem. I mean, just find a slight problem with something that you really love to do, you know? And then start solving that for other people. The market's limitless, like I talked about. There is no cap to your earnings when you're a solopreneur. It's really the leverage, okay? You you only have your time, so if you want more leverage, want to make more money, then you do have to bring on team members and bring on individuals that can help you with that part of it. But, boy, when you first get started, finding something, a calling, something on your heart, something God's placed on your heart, find a, a slight problem that you can provide a solution to, you know? For me, it's podcasting and it's messaging, You know, very specific, man. Very specific in the area that I operate in. I run YouTube ads, but I don't have any kind of YouTube ads course. We talk about it inside of our own mastermind group. I share people what I know about that. But I also, you know, am a social media individual out there. You find me on Instagram. I do reels. I do YouTube shorts and things like that. But I'm not out there selling that stuff. I am strictly operating in what I believe the area God's called me to do. Help people create their own unique blue ocean message a message so clear so concise so crisp it's like that blue ocean you know and everybody gets it so i had a great time it's good to be back in ohio you know another thing i promise i'll leave you with this i know i said i was just going to leave you with that i want to leave you with this i love my simple life i love my little farmhouse 200 year old farmhouse love our acre land love our border collies love our cats love my family the simplicity of it all you know i got away from the mcmansion in the cul-de-sac 6 years ago never going back simple is better for this guy you know i like to keep it simple and there's a lot of peace in knowing that now i'm not saying hey if you guys own big Mansion, you're not bad people don't i'm saying this is the best life for me i've tried other i've tried other avenues i like simple man i just like waking up my cup of coffee Having a conversation with my beautiful bride, going out and starting the pool and talking to the dogs. We have great conversations. If you never talk to a dog at 5 a.m., I think you're really missing out. And just keep and really just being grateful for all. I mean, I'm I am so grateful for everything I have. That's the other thing I took back as I was on the airplane, just thinking, man, I got a great life. Oh Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It's simple. I like it. Is it perfect? Nothing's perfect. Get off that topic real quick. Are you grateful for what you got? I am. I hope you are too. All right. Well, that's today's podcast. Thanks so much for listening. When you're ready, remember now, when you're ready to launch your own million-dollar message, you get a hold of your boy, launchmymovement.com. We'll jump on a Zoom call. We'll figure it out real quick. All right, let's go. Have the best day ever.